Oh, hi, audience. What's up? It's Greg Stero here to introduce you to the True Blue Riffcast, where they talk about amazing movies, bad movies, and everything in between. So you're listening to the True Blue Riffcast. Enjoy it. Thanks, Greg. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and with me, as always, is... Hi, everybody. I'm Dave. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm going to do the whole episode in this monotone thing. I'm like Neil Breen. (laughs) You should be excited today, Dave, because we are joined by a very special guest. He is a senior writer for Rift Tracks. He's also written other things like 62% of The Wire, and he's the other half of Khan and Shauner. It's Sean Thompson. Hey, everyone. I'm going to be Woo. extra excited to counterbalance the <laughs> yeah, Neil Breen. That's right. No, I, I, don't, I don't think I could keep this up for the whole episode, and definitely not with uh, with Sean, because I'm so excited to talk to Sean Thompson today at oh, the Thompson you. on hey Twitter. Guys, very Woo. excited to be here. Yes. Uh, well, I may have made a slight uh, miscalculation today. I posted on Facebook that we were going to be having you on, and I wanted to get some questions from people. And I have like two pages of questions. Holy so. crap! <laughs> yeah, we got quite a few. Wow, Sean, how are you? Hey, thanks, Dave. <laughs> I'm doing very well today. I assume- how's your How's your mother? Uh, she's she's good actually. Thanks. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. I hope she's she's probably out walking today. She. Uh, oh. She. My parents like to go walk this particular nature trail pretty much every day now that they're retired. So. Oh, I, cool. So she's probably having a lovely afternoon. Okay, but you were going to say something before I interrupted you. Go ahead with that. Oh, I was just going to say that I assume all the Facebook questions are who is Sean Thomason and why are you talking? <laughs> 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 oh no, we've got lots of good ones for excellent, you. Excellent, excellent. The first question I'm going to ask comes from at Spanky602. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> and I'm I'm asking this based on the intro that I gave you, but uh, they want to know how the running joke that you wrote most of the wire got started. <laughs> That's a good question. It's been a long time. Uh, it actually it was pretty random Twitter thing, but I so I. Uh, had never watched The Wire. Connor actually always badgered me to watch The Wire. It was always a running thing that, like, Connor was like, it's really good. Why won't you watch it? And I was like, uh, I, despite you, I'm not watching it uh, <laughs> because you want me to so much. Uh, but then I finally uh, started watching the first episode, and I just tweeted some dumb joke like, The Wire, uh, more like the why aren't there any dragons on this show? Okay. <laughs> Game of Thrones was on at the time, and uh, and so people replied like, "Hey, The Wire is really great. You should watch it." And I just said, as a response, I said, "Guys, I know it's great. I wrote most of The Wire, uh, <laughs> just to be a dick." And uh, then people liked that, and I just I don't know. I just weirdly turned it into my catchphrase. <laughs> nice. Now, uh, Connor joined us a few episodes ago, and we were talking about the writing process for riffs and how the movies are kind of broken down into chunks for each of the writers to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that how it worked for Batman versus Superman? Did you guys only write for the segment of the movie that you did? Uh, we contributed to the Mike, Bill, and Connor. I mean, the Mike, Bill. Who, who do I work with? Mike, Kevin, and Bill uh, <laughs> section also. but And then we wrote our own section. Yeah, and then the other riffers all all wrote their own section. So like Kevin and uh, I mean I can't remember any names. Trace and Frank, uh, I'm sundowning guys. Uh, Trace and Frank <laughs> <laughs> and Bridget and Mary Jo. Everybody wrote their own parts of it. 
Yeah. How how was that making the transition um, from from just writing to actually performing the riffs? Uh, it's cool, but it is funny. It's very once you have to say the jokes out loud, you think about them differently. You know, <laughs> for years we've mostly written for the guys and um, kind of know. Oh well, I'll write it a certain way, and Kevin would probably say this line this way. Bill would probably say this line this way. And then when you're writing for yourself, it's suddenly like, wait, how would I say this line? You know, <laughs> what's uh, what's my version? And it's fun to figure that out. But uh, it does, you know, uh, it's much easier to put like a, you know, a foul joke in someone else's mouth than your own or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, I have to say these things now. OK, all right. And then came Kid's Guide to the Internet and you had to say all the foul jokes. Exactly. Yeah, I got to be the mean guy. <laughs> uh, those are both great. Those two shorts that you guys did, by the way. Thank you so much. You guys are. We so- want more. Yeah, you guys have been so supportive. I thank you very much. We're looking for I... more. Yeah, movie. Anyway, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I, I demand it. Yeah, I, that'd be great. Uh, if Connor that. gets his way, it'll be Baby Ghost. So we'll see. <gasps> <gasps> oh, oh my God. <laughs> I shouldn't have even said it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he Baby he mentioned ghost. he mentioned that Baby too. So. Ghost. Uh, Connor is all about that thing. All right. <laughs> That's got, that has my vote. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I don't get one, but it still gets my vote. Uh, you do. You I do. want that. I want that so bad. It might be a thing where you know he's torturing me by making me watch it. That might be the way to approach. <laughs> Uh, now we got a question from some guy named Matthew J. Elliot. Who? Uh, I think you're uh, saying that wrong. It's I think it's Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> only has one T. Uh, he wants to know where you get off being so good looking when the two guys in England both look like badly misshapen potatoes. <laughs> well, Matthew, first of all, I think you're a beautiful man, uh, and I. Uh, I, 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 well, you know, have you seen Matthew J. Elliott? <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Well, it's like, you know, it's things, are, it's like Britain, you know, it's, it's like a different, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, as soon as I arrived in Los Angeles, they gave me the mandatory plastic surgery and everything and skull. Oh. So, you know, I, I, I was born looking much more like a troll doll. Uh, okay. But uh, <laughs> they made you take the beard off and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, now it's a good thing I don't have one because then I couldn't wear a mask. Uh, <laughs> that coronavirus beard chart that was going around. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. god they told oh, every, everyone to shave our beards but anyway i was ahead of that so <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh damien on facebook asks who is the old school gamer on the writing staff i know damn well kevin murphy didn't play no princess tomato in the salad kingdom but one of those writers knows their stuff <laughs> Yeah, somebody's bringing Maniac Mansion references, and uh, uh, it's it's definite it's definitely Connor and me both. But we have slightly different. Uh, Connor knows because Connor's dad had like a Commodore sixty four. Yeah, uh, which I I did the the oldest thing I had was we did have an Atari twenty six hundred at my house that my older sister had, uh, but I didn't have a Commodore. So some of those there's like a Bruce Lee game that he references that I, I've never played from Commodore. But uh, it's a combo. We were both little, you know, video game uh, kids in the 80s. And uh, yeah, it's definitely not Kevin. Uh, Bill knows a little bit more about games now because his kids are way into Nintendo. So okay. I think Bill has Bill, Bill will drop a Mario Kart reference here and there. I'm like, hey, all right. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's not something you expect from Bill Corbett. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, the curmudgeon can, uh, can go for video. <laughs> and I, I say that with fondness. I'm an early onset curmudgeon myself, by the way. So. Same here. <laughs> Just ask my wife. <laughs> I'm not old. I'm only 39, you guys. Okay, so 39. just take your yes. So yeah. so take your old guy stuff and just whatever. Anyway, I'm ending this bit. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I had. I realized there was like nowhere to go with it. So like, okay, we're chopping it off. <laughs> uh, one of the questions we like to ask our guests: um, If you got stranded on a deserted island, and you can mm. only take three riffs. To watch, what three would you take? All right, uh, that's a good question. Should so I let me. I'll do uh, rather than do all like VODs. I'll do uh, my favorite short. Probably partially because it's not very short and it's long, and it would help me fill time on the island. But I also just love it. Is uh, David and David and Hazel a story (laughs) communication? I just love the quiet despair of that short, the, yeah. uh, the Canadian bleakness of a family sort of <laughs> collapsing. Uh, Meatloaf, what yeah. do you think we are, millionaires? millionaires. Oh, yeah. Why don't you think, you dumb broad, before wasting all our money on Meatloaf? And then the, the uh, son, da- Dad, Dad, could, could I speak with you, Dad? It's just, it's so like sad and hilarious at the same time. Yeah. And it's the one I, and when, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Kevin and Bill did a, did like a, re- yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. I love Where that. they're like, where, where it's in black and white and they both have newspapers. I think it's Kevin that is just like constantly trying to like get up and look over at, um, at Bill, be like, oh, no. Like, yeah. do I want to say anything? No, it's it, it goes on for like eleven minutes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They play it very yeah. well. They just draw out the like uh, strained awkwardness for so long, and <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it belies a deep sickness in my soul. But I really enjoy that short. Uh, <laughs> Canada, <laughs> what do you think we are, millionaires? We use that. I so love that. Good. Such a line. Uh, I, I I love it when that I love it when that line comes up in um in riffs. I think I like that one as much as I like Jim Dalen references. Oh nice, you know, yeah. even all these years later, that's I just I can't, yeah yeah I love that. Oh, I'm the Van Tina Dalen. I'm my brother. Oh the, yeah yeah, yeah that, and that's the stuff that we quote when we're hanging out, you know, getting ready for a national <laughs> show or whatever. Like those are the things that nice. we yell at each other. <laughs> uh uh yeah, for a regular release, uh it's tough. Uh Karate Kid 3 is a favorite of mine. Nice. Even, again, one that I wish more people would listen to so we could reference it more. But uh Terry Silver, one of the best film bad guys ever. But a, a recent a more recent favorite for me is Spiker. Uh Oh yeah, ah, Spiker yes! was so good. The volleyball movie. <laughs> and that came out of nowhere too. It was it was yeah. I think it's the first sports movie you guys have done. Like I've been watching Rift right. Tracks for well over a decade now, and I don't recall any any sports movies. Yeah, and and Spiker is just so like it's it's genuine, but it's you could also tell that it's like maybe corporately driven <laughs> is the wrong word. No, I think that's the but right that's the right word. They're, yeah, <laughs> supplantation is all over that movie, and that did not happen but, for free. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I don't think. Here, okay, look, here's the thing. I don't think supplantation knew what certain elements of the movie was gonna be. Right, and like you know, when is it? I think they go to. 
what Asian country do they go to? Like the Philippines or someplace? Yeah, I think they go to the and yeah, and uh, the uh, the the star, whatever, like a uh, trick, whatever, whatever the big douchebag's name is, right. uh, comes and he gets just completely wasted right. and buys like three hookers and shows up to like the investor meeting yeah. drunk with yeah. these hookers. At, at the sushi and dinner, then, he just walks in. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just like uh, you guys have sponsors that, like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like did you run this by them <laughs> yeah and my other the whole movie is about them trying to qualify for the olympics and there, there's this whole plot about espionage yeah. and sabotage and all that but then they finally qualify but then they don't even show the olympics the movie right. end without them going to the olympics yeah Breath. that That'd was our like exact movie miracle yeah <laughs> exactly it's just like no but the thing is the minute i thought of that like the instant i thought of that there's a joke at the end of of spiker I think it's um it has like a minute and a half left, and the minute I realized that, I thought, "Wait, are, are they going to go to the Olympics? What? <laughs> what? Huh?" So that guy who like completely gave up his med school career just got kicked <laughs> off, yeah, right? He just got kicked it. off the team, and we're yeah, and we're and we're two minutes left in the and we're two minutes left, and like the 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 instant I I thought that, I, Bill said, "Guys, there's a minute." Like he had, he said the exact same thing that I was thinking. Like, guys, we have a minute and a half left. They better get to the Olympics fast. Oh my god! I'm like, they damn well better. Yeah, they do a <laughs> ten second Olympic montage and oh. then they're out. But they don't even do a montage. They just, no. It just runs into a wall. Yeah, like you said, it'd be like if Miracle ended with, do you believe that miracles could happen later? <laughs> do you believe in miracles that will not actually happen at the end of this movie? Yeah. yeah. Like, I I rented this Mighty Ducks VHS to watch these watch these damn kids do a flying V, and then they don't do a flying V. Right. WTF. Yeah. That's exactly what the end of Spiker is like. Well, I just really wanted to see them qualify, but not compete. Yeah. yeah. Was Nobody cares about the rest of it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, big Spiker fan. Uh, yeah, same. I don't know if you can tell I'm a big Spiker yeah, fan. Yeah, right on. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, Mike told me not long ago that he, for some reason, was watching volleyball on TV. And uh, what? Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. Mike, leaves the, Mike uh, leaves the TV on while he writes, which is something I cannot do. And he'll be like, every now and then he'll be like, here's a weird commercial I just heard in the background, you know? But yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah I think he was for some reason watching volleyball and it announced somehow the movie Spiker came up and the <laughs> announcer, the announcer who was like a former Olympic volleyball player was like, oh man, we love that movie. We hate watch that movie. It's so ridiculous. But I guess like, what the only people who know about spiker besides rift tracks fans are uh volleyball guys who the only ones that watched it but it's so good it is it's, it's so great uh, i love it like, so much like uh, like if that movie plays let's just on, talk about spiker for the yeah. next 15 minutes it's just <laughs> a spike cast yeah if it played on TBS in the afternoon in the 90s, like I think people would have watched it and it would have become one of those movies, you know, like yeah. it's just just light and dumb and watchable enough. Uh, yeah. Which is why I think it would help me out on a desert island to wrap it back to the original. question. There you go. <laughs> OK, now, what if uh, there was somebody that you hated that went to a desert island? What riff would you send with them? Oh, wow. Me, it would be uh, hijacked flight 285. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, tell me more about that, Dave. What did I uh, <laughs> did hijack? No, the, the riff is great. Yeah, no, I mean, like the riffs are always entertaining. I'm not talking no, about I, that. I get, you. but yeah, but the movie, it's just like I, I think it's probably the most unremarkable movie Riff Tracks has ever done. 
That's true. It's just like it, it's just like it has it has all these it has all these stars and stars quote unquote. We talked about this last week, but it's just like James Brolin can't be bothered to stand up. Yeah, okay, yeah. He doesn't um, even know he's in the movie most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy's there, kinda. Yeah, right. Uh, he barely gets to do anything. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's weird. It, it's 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 like it's like the Hallmark Channel decided that they wanted to do twenty four, <laughs> but they didn't want anything exciting to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, plane, so, it's a plane hijacking with no action, no plane crashes, no <laughs> like none of the stuff you would expect happens. Yeah. It's mostly just people sitting on a plane set. Uh, yeah. yeah. So if somebody I hated, like James Wen, uh, <laughs> was stra- trapped on a desert island, I would send with him hijacked 285. Right on. Or if that was not available, Sunset Strip, but we won't get into that. <laughs> I mean, Roller Gator is obviously a very punishing thing to... Uh, <laughs> oh, I love Roller Gator! <laughs> I- I love Roller Gator too, but most people do not want to be stuck watching that movie on a right. loop on a desert island. Uh, uh, that's the one that jumps to mind. <laughs> but uh, no, I get a sick, I get a sick, perverse enjoyment out of Roller Gator also. But about 30, 30 minutes into that guitar riff noodling, I think somebody on a desert island would be uh, looking for a palm tree to sw- <laughs> swing a rope around. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, we like to have fun here. <laughs> hey, I'm here. I'm bringing the suicide jokes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. Sorry. <laughs> oh uh, man. Let me pick a live show. Also, uh, I do love Miami Connection and Samurai Cop. I've, I've seen them both so many times. I think I would maybe take one, maybe Anaconda or Mothra. Uh, oh, nice. Mothra. Don't, don't yeah, get Dave Mothra. started on Mothra. Oh dear. Uh, well, I do love it, and uh, it's uh, it's and it's a, both Anaconda and Mothra to me are pretty watchable movies. Like they're fun, they're fun to watch on their own. But I also really like the riff that we did for them. And you know, since we don't, unfortunately, we like those are ones where we don't have the digital rights uh, to do the live show. But I, but that's part of why I would choose them because I haven't seen them as many times. Yeah. Uh, but no, I love Mothra. It's it's such a like weirdly colorful and pleasant movie to watch and so just so strange i think mothra is the perfect rift tracks movie yeah it was really good it's just like yeah yeah it serves up it serves up the spaces there's enough there's enough weirdness but it's like yeah it's like it's not like other kaiju movies as much that i've seen it's uh yeah it's its own special bizarre little magical bug that some girls on an island birth i'm uh i'm with you on the digital rights for uh for mothra and i really hope you guys get that someday because that was the show that i attended live oh, in nashville that's right i remember yeah you know i only have so much of that night it was it was just like one of the best experiences of I mean, that was like the the biggest day of the year for me in 2016 and i love that you guys released the soapy short because that's just like a little bit of it because i never saw it like on the screen and so when you guys released the soapy short, I was just like, oh, this is that great night that I get to relive now. Right, right, um, right. So it's uh, I really hope you guys were able to get the digital rights. I know it's, you know, it's Toho Pictures and exactly. it's probably a big pain. Yeah, yeah but, I would, but uh, I, would love- I would love the digital rights as well. Yeah, we have the MP3 version, so which is still the same script. But I really wish mm-hmm. we, we did have the uh, the show. Maybe someday Toho will talk to us. Uh- <laughs> 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 well, and, and watching the live shows as they were broadcast is so much fun because then you get all that energy from the crowd. Right. And oh, yeah. It, it kind of loses a little bit of that, you know, 
when you do the studio versions of those, but totally that's the fun part of a live show. The guys work off of the energy, you know, there's more a little interaction between them. There might be a couple mistakes here and there, but that kind of adds to the fun, you know, yeah. uh and improvs and stuff like that. I yeah, I'm I love doing the live shows and very excited to uh keep keep Now, going. I always sorry. No. I always say that uh if you ever have a chance to go to a live show in Nashville or wherever, but you guys, it's mostly Nashville, but sometimes you guys do go different places. But if you ever have a chance to go to the bell court to, to see a rift tracks live, do it. I mean, and it, because it's just like, because I went and then I came back and then the following rift tracks live was, uh, what was it? It was Halloween show. It was last Halloween show. carnival of souls. Right, right. And I'm sitting there in the theater in Ogden, Utah, <laughs> And I see, and I see the the opening shot of the interior of the bell court, and I just get mad because just like I what like what am I doing here? I should be there. Where this, like this is crap. I get so mad. But it's um no guys out there, if you do get a chance to go to the bell court at least once, go. Uh, I've been trying to get back for oh my gosh, it's been almost four years. But go because it's such a great experience. I mean, it's really, really a, a great time. It's a blast, and it's the, there's just an excitement in the room. You know, the size of the theater. It's just it, I feel like it's just right. Like everyone there is super excited, and the energy. I don't know. It, it is a it is a great time. How was it uh, to get up on stage uh, during the MST3K reunion show? Oh, terrifying, but cool. <laughs> 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 it was uh, and we also didn't totally know connor and i didn't totally know we were going to be doing that until a couple days before uh and the guys were very graciously like hey we think you guys should you know come on stage and talk a little and uh so then it was like what story am i gonna tell how should i portray myself in the most positive light i know i'll talk about eating bugs uh, <laughs> So that I'm, but uh, I made that my my legacy. Uh, nice. MST3K reunion. But no, it was it was a great honor to be on stage with all these people who, you know, had, I mean, I've been watching since I was young, and who have obviously shaped and given given me a career. Uh, and just to be up there, I just didn't want to blow it. But uh, uh, it was it was surreal and really cool. Yeah, I remember when that happened. I was like. <gasps> Those are those are the guys that I know kind of from the internet. They let them. like, yay! I was really I was really happy for yeah, you guys. Thanks, yeah. Everybody else was like, "Who are they?" <laughs> no, nah, everybody, everybody was very nice. One more, uh, and then we'll let you uh, get back to your very busy work of making everybody laugh. Uh, and these these again, we're kicking them out. Yeah. We're kicking them out already. Uh, yeah, he's got to get back to the riffs, man. I can I can tell you what I'm working on today is a little. Uh, <gasps> uh, little early preview uh hope i don't get fired for giving <laughs> okay away. we're working on something please say please please say that the words neil breen are involved <laughs> yeah yeah so he's sitting uh, in the desert with seven laptops uh controlling <laughs> the satellites of the universe right now he's actually monitoring this call so be careful what you yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh working on a martial arts movie called ninja warlord uh, it's very it's 1973 very dubbed and very and it's the funny thing to me about it is there's actually not that much martial arts. It's mostly about <laughs> uh, fishing taxation. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> this village is being too heavily taxed for its fishing boats. 
uh, by some Japanese guys. So it's like a Japan versus China <laughs> kind of thing, but uh, it, it's very goofy. Uh, I think nice. Yeah, so that's, that's so it's pretty much exactly the plot of Robo Vampire. Yeah, exactly. Just without as many vampires uh, who yeah. are not ro- yeah. not robotic in any way. <laughs> uh, these come from friend of the podcast Margo. Hey Margo, I know Margo. And much like uh, we did with Connor, I'm going to read these just how she sent them. Uh, ask him how his office plant is doing, if you would, please. And when is he writing a book since pretty much everyone else has? Also, ask him about riffing a short live in Nashville, either in June or October, because the people, meaning me, demand it. Wow. All right. There's a lot There's a lot of demands on you today, Sean. Uh, the, uh, thank you, Margo. My office plant is doing well. It's thriving. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and it's very well watered and happy, and it says hello. Uh, <laughs> what is it? What is that? Audrey too? Do you, do you have? You got me, a, Sean. You know, no. <laughs> I gave it a drop of blood, and I never looked back. Uh, what was the second question? I, I have a bad brain. Uh, when is he writing a book? Since pretty much everyone else has. Oh sure, I'll, I'll write a book about my office plant. Uh, <laughs> or oh, I should have said I already wrote most of a book. Uh, I wrote most of Connor's book. No. Uh, <laughs> it's called it's called Little Shop of Horrors. The reality, shop, yeah. I'm in jail. <laughs> little Little Sean of Horrors. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's the kids, the kids book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I would love to riff in Nashville. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be in the cards this year, but uh, you come to the shows and find out. <laughs> I pr- probably won't be, but I would. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, it's it's been I don't know. It's we're, we're see what's going with you know me and Connor doing shorts and stuff now, and uh, it's all kind of new, and we're kind of figuring out how to work it in um, to the general workflow. But uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Well, we definitely want more. Thank you. Bouncing off of that, I really hope that there's a live show, like a, another shorts live show in the future, where like all the teams get up on stage. It's like where it's uh, Mike, Kevin, Bill, then. Bridget and Mary Jo and then Matthew yeah. and Ian and uh, Janet and Cole and now you and Jen, just like oh wow Rift Tracks is huge now I mean like you guys could do a whole show just really like could. that you yeah, just, yeah. yeah that's oh, a show goodness. right there and I love those uh, shorts shows so I'm glad you like that format I, I think it's really fun you get a lot of different I love shorts the shorts are some of my favorite things that we do same and, uh yeah, and just seeing a full night of them with a bunch of different performers is just always a blast. Well, it looks like that's probably it for your time with us today, Sean. Don't make me leave. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't I, make me go back to work. I don't want to go watching back. these terrible movies. Yeah, I don't want to go back to Ninja Warlord. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's thank been a real guys. pleasure having you. Thank you. Yeah, very it's much. Uh, hey, come back soon and we'll do a deep dive on just like all of it. All of yeah. Rift Tracks, 100% oh. of it. Hell yeah. Thanks, Dave. Uh, and thanks, guys. Thanks for being so supportive of uh, me and Connor with our shorts coming out. It's uh, it's nice to, when you put something out there in the world, it's nice to hear good things back. Uh, yeah, it was really, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's so good. But yeah, but again, thanks for coming on, man. We really do appreciate it. I had a blast. Thanks. If you guys haven't yet, make sure you watch Kids Guide to the Internet and Bicycle Safety Camp. They are great riffs. Oh, and also uh, donate to the Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're going. Stretch Goals announced this week. Yeah. Hobgoblin. Mortal Kombat. Yes, I, Mortal I really want to do there. that one. That'd be um, awesome. Uh, hey, do you remember when our parents died? <laughs> <laughs> it's an actual line from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> 
that had slipped my mind. I didn't remember that oh, no. happening. I guess it did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> All right. Thanks, John. Right, later, guys. That's going to do it for us this week. I'm Jeremy. You can find me at pbandawesome.com. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at pbandawesome. You can send me emails, jeremy at truebluerifcast.com. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at tbriffcast. And I'm Dave Chadwick, a.k.a. Sugar Ray Dodge. Check me out on the web at sugarraydodge.com. Send me emails at dave at truebluerifcast.com. We will see you guys next week here on the True Blue Riffcast. Oh